0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door
1: with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue wire. In the shotgun, car's gonna throw, pumps, looks end zone, throws for the end zone, wide open! James Young! a big gambler I would play the slots because you know what they say scared money don't make money and I got scared money.
0: Rodgers to the end zone caught for the touchdown James Jones.
1: John Gruden has not coached since 2008 so what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level? You
0: know and it's just Cali
1: swag. Nation, it is Monday, November 25th. This is Keep It at 300, brought to you by Blue Wire. I'm Fallon Smith. James Jones is on the other side of the mic. And JJ, it was a rough Sunday for both of our teams. Raiders got embarrassed. The Packers got destroyed. And for me, that made my night even worse because the Packers (laughs) got destroyed by the 49ers. And all my friends who are 49ers fans, they wanted to rub it in my face.
0: Uh, you know both of our friends are probably the same people, so they was rubbing <laughs> it in all our face. I mean you should have you should have seen the boys on the little
1: Tech group text
0: and all that. I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord have mercy.
1: Oh yeah, it was rough.
0: But yeah, it was it, it was frustrating, man, and, and just to speak on the Raiders, man. It was, it was it was frustrating and it was disappointing.
1: No, very disappointing actually, because they didn't even get off the plane.
0: They didn't get off the plane and it looked like it looked like they was cold. It looked like they thought the Jets was just going to lay down. Mm -hmm. And they know it's any given Sunday. Every team is trying to win a football game no matter what, no matter what their record is. And it looked like they got on that field on both sides of the ball and said, these are the Jets, they not a good team, they don't got a good record, we're going to run through these boys, and the Jets had other
1: players. Now here's the thing, all week though, the Raiders were talking about how, because I didn't want to call this a trap game, they said, you know, especially after what happened to the Bengals, too close to call against the Bengals, we're not going to overlook any team, and it kind of seemed like they did. Um, however, let me just get into it. The Raiders lost to the Jets. I didn't even say that. I didn't even say the Jets' name yet. But the Raiders lost to the Jets. 34-3 was the final. So Oakland drops to 6-5 and on the season. And they're actually currently right now, if the playoffs started today, they'd be out. So they're out of that final wildcard spot. Right now, it's the Steelers who took that spot uh, after yesterday's win. Golly. Now, talk about a missed opportunity, okay? As a Raiders fan, I'm beyond disappointed. You know, with five games left, there obviously is still a chance for the Raiders to make a run, but their playoff hopes took a huge hit yesterday. And with that loss, and then the Texans' loss, you know, last month, we may be sitting here at the end of the regular season, James, with the Raiders missing out of the playoffs by just one game. And if that happens, that will definitely hurt. With that said, yeah. As I always say, this is a week-to-week leak. okay? So mm-hmm. we react on a week-to-week basis. Uh, 100%. Last week, we we're like, the Raiders are playing some good football right now. They're yeah. hot. The defense has stepped up. The rookies are rolling. Well, mm-hmm. you could throw that all mm-hmm. out the window for this week because yesterday, the Raiders just sucked, plain and simple.
0: They did just suck yesterday. And, and and watching the game, me and Marcel Reese was in the green room at the NFL Network watching the game. Like, this is some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? So, as we're sitting there watching the game, we're like, this is embarrassing.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? But as we're sitting there watching the game and seeing the receivers drop balls, seeing the defense miss tackles, seeing the Jets' offense just go up and down the field, we're like... We've been in games like this before,
1: <laughs> but where, your guys' teams weren't. In- no,
0: no, I'm not just talking about the Raiders. I'm talking about with the Packers as well. Oh, like, okay. I I've been in games like this before. They were just in that where, game
1: yesterday against. Just the where,
0: just where nothing goes right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All week we said the right things. All week the game plan was unbelievable. We like we are gonna go out here destroy these boys, get in the playoffs, make sure that our that next week game we against KC. Yeah, it's the first place. And you get out there, and absolutely nothing goes right. All the plays that you thought was going to work ain't working. All right? You're going out there. You're dropping wide open balls. You're not making the tough catches. Then on defense, you ain't tackling. People making great catches on the other side of the ball. And you sit over there like, man, today just ain't our day. It
1: ain't our day.
0: And they did suck yesterday, but that's kind of the feel I got from the game. Like, today just ain't the Raiders' day. Because you cannot tell me the Jets is 30 points better than the Raiders. Nah. no. You cannot tell me that. So it was just everything was going right for the Jets. Nothing was going right for the raiders. and And the main thing that I look at when I really said today is just not the Raiders day was early in the game yeah. when they called that b s roughing the passer penalty. that was I said, bs I said today ain't the day.
1: Okay, I'm not even going to get onto that. I'll probably talk about that later because I actually got blown up by Raiders fans, but I am not going to blame the Zebras for anything. But that was a terrible call. However, um, you know, the Raiders opened the game, right, with the field goal. Okay? Yep. Their opening drive, field goal. Then yep. the Jets scored 34 unanswered points. And yep. you talk about the worst game of the season – the one before this was against Minnesota, a real playoff contender, and that was 34 to 14. That the Raiders got a pass in that game, even though it was terrible. This game, there's no pass. Okay, they were terrible in all phases of the game. They couldn't oh. run the football, couldn't catch the football. Raiders' defense couldn't cover, couldn't get pressure to save their freaking life. The Jets, they made the Jets and Sam Darnold, yeah. you know, yeah. look like a real playoff contender. It was yeah. so bad, James, that John Gruden. Waved the white flag late in the third quarter and said, all right, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, y'all done for the day. This wasn't even in the fourth quarter. This was the third quarter. That's
0: what I'm saying. As a coach, you understand today just ain't (laughs) our day. Like nothing is going our way. Yes, we are playing terrible. You know what I mean? But it was simple stuff Mm -hmm. to where you knew like today wasn't a day. Like Mm -hmm. when you drop wide open passes the Mm -hmm. way they dropped them, when you missing one-on-one tackles and wide-open tackles like that and Sam Darnold is running the read option on you and, and dropping his shoulder and scoring a touchdown, today just ain't your day. And that's all I needed to see if I'm Coach Gruden in the third quarter <laughs> and we're playing this bad. Get out, bro, because yeah. you're not you're not ready to play. We didn't come out here ready to play. Regroup, get your mind right, and we got to come out here ready to play next week. Yeah, but-
1: and you got to preserve their health, too. So you're like, you're not going to win this game. We're down 31 points. Ain't nothing gonna. We ain't gonna come back. <laughs>
0: nothing. Nothing. Nothing good is gonna come out of that. Josh Jacobs has rushed for over a hundred yards in almost every game. So if he go out there and stay into the fourth quarter and bust a long run and score, exactly. what that'll mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So get him out the game. Make sure they stay healthy. We got a big game coming up next week. But I mean, I'm telling you, man. It's a week to week league, and you got to approach it like that. Every game matters, man. And I'm not saying the Raiders didn't approach it like it didn't matter. They just got hit in the mouth.
1: I have a question then for you, okay? Um, We talk about knowing who the Raiders are and that the Raiders know who they are. So honestly, who are they? Because after yesterday, I'm just sitting here scratching my head, to be honest.
0: They're a team that can run the ball, they're a team that has a very good quarterback. If they catch those balls out there at, at the receiver position, you know what I mean, it's probably a different game because they're moving the ball. Who knows what they get out get out of those possessions.
1: So you're saying this was an anomaly. This was just one of those weeks.
0: This was just one of those games. I'm telling you, we've been. I've been in games where I've sat there and Jordy dropped the ball. I'm like, boy, you better wake <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. You better wake up, Jordy, and you better get your stuff right. Like, we in the game, man, let's go. Yeah. Then Greg Jennings drop a ball. And I'm like, bro, y'all boys... Come on. (laughs) Then I drop a ball. I'm like, oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) You're like, all right, I give up. Their mind. And and then we all
0: sitting on the sideline like, man, gosh, what is going on today? This is like, what is going on? You know what I mean? And then we mess around and we can't run the ball. You know what I mean? They stuffing the run. And we like, Dana, our offense can't do nothing right. You know what I mean? And then we turn it over. Mm. And then we like, oh my goodness. And then the defense goes out there. We're like, okay, the defense will bail us out. The defense will get us out this. We didn't come to play, but the D came to play. And then you see the ball getting up and drove up and down. And we like, man, we just we not we not ready. We're yeah. not ready. And it's crazy, but I've been in games like that, sitting on the sideline, like, we are sorry. <laughs> Today, <laughs> today. Today. To, today we are sorry. And I've been in football games like that. And it's hard to explain because it's like, dang, how you just going to say that game? You That game? We were sorry. Okay, can, I was right can, can, yeah, I can I call you out then? Can call you out? Can call you
1: out? Okay, cool. So we keep it at 300, right? 100 and, and everything, uh, keeping it 300? Did I say 100
0: 300 you said 300
1: oh, okay cool want to so make sure day I need to know the name of my podcast golly but anyways um just one of them days <laughs> you know I'm very upset uh uh-huh. it's not victory Monday but anyways no I'm gonna keep it 300 so me and you were texting yesterday because I was so bum. I was like what is going on right uh-huh. and we were joking in the beginning about how it's cold weather and blah 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 and mm-hmm. then after the game I was like yo so what was that like do the Raiders just suck or was it just one of those days? And you were like, the Raiders just suck.
0: They just suck. That's <laughs> it. They just suck. But. Bro, why said, did you
1: say that? Because you because don't think the Jets was, are for real. You don't think the Jets are for real. So you're like, there's no way. Not,
0: the Jets are definitely not for real. And that's, like I said, that's me sitting in the green room, yeah. watching the game. And I'm like, these dudes suck, man. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and I'm watching the game like, This is terrible. You know what I'm saying? So that's me, you know, sitting in there eating all type of Snickers bars and, and lollipops and all that. And So you were just losing emotion-
1: the heat of the moment.
0: Emotional eating and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, the, Ra- the Raiders suck. And then I sat back and I'm like, who? as I s- kept watching the game yeah. and I seen him pull DC and I seen him pull Jacobs. I said, oh, man, I've been in games like this. <laughs> I've been. In- and I mean, and there ain't no fun. And there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Like on offense, like even before they took Derek Carr out. Yeah. On offense, you want to stay positive. Hey, let's go. We're going to make a play. It's coming. We're going to make a play. Yeah. We're going to get this thing. We're going to chop this thing down slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I've been in games like that where you trying to find ways to motivate yourself. You go out there, and sometimes you make one play. Yeah. And you're like, there it is, we back. Let's go. We finna put, put score thirty unanswered just like they did. And then boom, another drop.
1: So you're saying that in the heat of the moment you just thought the Raiders suck. but really when you just are looking back, you're like, Okay, that was just the one week. They sucked this oh. one week. You don't really think this is the Raiders too.
0: No, absolutely not. Oh. From what they have putting on put on film the, the previous weeks, no, you can't say this is the Raiders team. Just like you can't say that is the Packers team. They got hit in the face. All right. They came out there, they played bad. 0 for fifteen on third down. Yeah. You can't say Aaron Rodgers or if the Niners played the if the Packers played the Niners yesterday, Aaron will play like that. Or the Packers will go 0 and fifteen on third. It just happens that way, mm-hmm. man. That's why you play the games. It'll be a bunch of teams who have won the Super Bowl on paper, but that's why yeah, you go yeah. out there and play the games because anything could happen, but no. I, I still believe the Raiders have the win, winning formula. They just, they, nothing would go right for them yesterday. And it happens like that sometimes. This is not the first time and it's not the last.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you would think, you know, they would kind of wake up after what happened last week. You had to have the defense for actually back to back weeks bail you out. So you would think the offense would kind of come up here and, and light up the scoreboard, which I thought was going to happen and it didn't. I mean, Josh Jacobs, he rushed for just 34 yards as a team. They rushed for 16 rushing one in yards. Russia, but though, that's my point. That. Hold on. But everybody knew the Jets had the number one rush to entering in this game. However, all week, the Raiders, they were pumped, especially the O-line, to go against them, go up against them and show that, you know, we have a dominant run game. And guess what? The Jets were like, nah, bro. Um, so then you think, okay, well, let's beat it with the passing game. They were like, nah, bro. <laughs> and then you had a ton of drop passes, and, you know, Hunter Renfro dropped one on third down early. Tyrod Williams dropped one on third down early. Then you had Jalen Rashard, and this is all in the first half. So you exactly were like... Yeah, this is just not. That's what I'm saying. And then when you had the pick six, you were like, all right.
0: That's not our day. I'm telling you, we went. Let me me try to break this down for you. We went. We were 8-0, Green Bay Packers. We went to Denver to play the 8-0 Denver Broncos. This is the year the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl,
1: Mm.
0: right? They had DeMarcus Ware. They had Von Miller coming off the edges, right? In their prime. They had Aqib Tlaib, Chris Harris, uh, Ward.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I forget who the other safety was. They had Trevathan at linebacker, B. Marsh at linebacker. When they, they, Their defense was rolling, right? So they had allowed like seven points. They were averaging like seven or ten points a game on that 8-0 streak. Mm-hmm. As the Green Bay Packers, we're looking at our offense. We're like, we are going to destroy these boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they ain't going to have a chance against us. Yeah. Our old, our old line all week is like, don't worry about it. We got Vaughn and we got d what no, We got you. Mm-hmm. We got you. Aaron ain't had two seconds to throw. <laughs> the, the, the wide receivers couldn't get open in two seconds. We scored three points. No. Came out came out of there an eight no team looking garbanzo beans. It was just one of those days. Nothing would go right. But all week, we like, shoot. Old line, like don't don't worry. We know they leading in sacks. We got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that continued. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It, it just it just happens like that, man. And that's what happened to the Raiders yesterday. The Raiders found out they're not the number one rush defense mm-hmm. for nothing. Uh, no, I know you, no, you, you right. run the ball well and yeah. you think you just going to go down. But the Jets, that's what they do. Yeah,
1: you're and right. And they
0: showed it yesterday. So give props to the Jets. They came out, hit the Raiders in the mouth. And the Raiders got a group.
1: So everybody wants to talk about, you know, Derek Carr not being able to win games in cold weather. Not being able to win cold weather games. But... This obviously was not on Carr. It wasn't. I mean, he didn't play great, but his O-line didn't do him any favors. His receivers didn't do him any favors. But is there something about cold weather games, James? Because you (laughs) mentioned it to me via text message. Because I'm not taking this as one of those kind of games because it wasn't like freezing temps. Hold on. If Derek Carr goes into KC, okay, and it's supposed to be snowing next week. Cold and snowy in KC, which by the way, I'm in a hotel right now in Kansas City and the weather is perfect, which sucks because next week it's going to be cold and snowy when the Raiders come to town. So if Derek Carr lays an egg at Arrowhead, do we have a problem?
0: Man, listen, you—you you asking the wrong person if we got a problem with Derek Carr. I don't care if Derek Carr come out there. we talking about cold weather
1: problem. We got a cold weather oh, problem. Cold a, weather I'm problem. saying, is it a problem if Derek Carr literally cannot win games in the cold? Because when you're competing against, let's say, well,
0: you just said that it wasn't Derek Carr' fault, right? He's still throwing the ball to these receivers. as dropping. But I'm saying,
1: if he lays an egg next week in KC in the cold weather, if he personally is, making I don't that, even,
0: I don't even think it's if I don't even think it's in DC to lay an egg like that. D.C. is who D.C. is. But he
1: has in the past at Arrowhead, though. That's what I'm trying to say, in cold weather. He has. Yeah,
0: Yeah. well, what teams, though?
1: What do you mean? Oh No, 2016, I'm almost positive 2016 was one of the the games. uh, They could have won the division, and a lot of that had to do with him breaking his leg at the end. But I remember there was a big game, I believe it was at Arrowhead. Um, And it might have been also the year before. But point to the story is he hasn't played well. I think it's like some record of like 2-11 in cold weather games or something like that with Derek Carr. I don't know the uh, exact number, so I'm just making it up. But I heard something like that. But he just well, isn't great in cold weather games.
0: Well, at the end of the day, it's a team game, right? So you go out there as a team in the cold, just like they give these quarterbacks all these stats. He has 3,900 uh, comeback victories in the fourth quarter. Well, he's not throwing it. To, he's not throwing it to himself, but yeah. he gets credit for that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so just like these cold weather records and all that type stuff or some of these other records that's on the bad side of the quarterback, it's not just him. Yeah. I mean, guys got to go out there and make plays. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side, that's the problem. Yeah. You know, the defense looked horrible against the Jets. Come out there and play like that against Patrick Mahomes.
1: Oh, yeah, they're going to put up 50 just like Derek Carr said.
0: Exactly. Cold, hot, don't even matter what, what it is. All yeah. right, so – at one point, the offense is going to have to stay on the ball and run the ball. No, I don't think Derek Carr has cold weather problems. I think he can throw it just fine in the cold. I think they can run it just fine in the cold. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you'll
1: be thinking a different two next week, but we'll see. Oh,
0: no. trust me. I've played in the cold. I think the, the biggest problem is is on the receivers in the cold.
1: Yeah, catching them balls that are rock hard.
0: Catching them balls that's rock hard. And when they pop that hand, them things sting. And you ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you're ain't you not ready not ready for that sting that they bringing. You know what I'm saying? So okay. that's different. You got to get them cold weather gloves, get that little furry cushion in there. So when that ball hit him, pop, it take the sting away. But as quarterbacks, I ain't never really seen like quarterbacks struggle throwing the ball in the snow. I didn't see, De- I mean, in the cold, I didn't see Derek Carr struggling yesterday throwing the ball in the cold. You know what I mean? He still, he still was zinging it. He still was making some good throws. He made some bad throws. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't think that, it's the cold weather that's, that's that's making the Raiders play bad or Derek Carr play bad. All right, they got to wake up. Everybody got the same cold weather gear. Cold weather teams ain't got nothing different.
1: Okay. You know? Okay. Everybody got the
0: same. Come out there and play, Raiders.
1: Well, real quick, let's <laughs> talk about the Raiders' defense yesterday because Sam Darnold looked... Good. Um, We all know that the Jets have talent, you know, on offense, especially at the skill positions. But they entered Sunday, James, ranked dead last in total offense and 29th in scoring. But they looked like a true playoff contender against the Raiders. We made them look like a true playoff contender. And Darnold was finding wide open receivers on slants, crossing routes, like all day long. Uh, his final numbers, what well, he threw for 315 yards, two touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown and averaged 10.5 yards per attempt. That's crazy. Now, this defense, obviously, as we mentioned, you know, they need to figure things out fast because they have, you know, Kansas City and the Chiefs next week, which we're going to get to um, a bit later. But my question to you is if you heard what Jamal Adams had to say after the game, James is sending the text right now, y'all. So he's not even. Listen. Um,
0: Jamal Adams basically said what I said. What did he say? I I didn't hear, it, but I, he basically said they thought they was going to come in here and run over us. No.
1: So what happened was, actually, this is what happened. Apparently, Raider Nation added some fuel to the fire
0: oh they was booing I did hear yeah
1: exactly oh now that you're yeah. paying attention yes you're locked in yeah. uh we all know Raider Nation <laughs> travels right that's
0: how I, I was like the Raiders yesterday I was locked in for a minute then I hey, forget it
1: well okay we <laughs> <laughs> only really got like 10 more minutes of this podcast you over here ready dozing off no but um we know Raider Nation travels okay and after the game Jamal Adams jet safety he said I'm not going to lie When we came onto the field, we felt disrespected. We got booed in our home stadium by the Oakland fans. We came back into the locker room, and it was a hell of a talk. So they were fired up. And unfortunately, on the other hand, the Raiders didn't bottle up that Coliseum energy like you talked about, and they didn't bring it on the road.
0: Especially, I mean, the home team. I mean, shoot, you do want to win over your home crowd. You know what I mean? If you come out there and the Raiders is booing you, the Raiders fans is booing you. And and louder than your crowd? all All they fans is here, so... You go back in that locker room, you're like, man, look, we got to come out. We got to start this thing fast. We got to dominate, man, so, you know, our fans can make some noise because our fans is already upset. So if we come out here and we flatten the Raiders jump on us, they finna take this stadium over. So I understand what what Jamal is talking about. I mean, you do feel disrespected, but at the end of the day, that's fans, man. Fans is going to be fans. If you was winning your games like that, your fans would be out there louder than them Raiders fans. So you did your job. I mean, it, it motivated you yesterday. But to piggyback on that, Fallon, that was probably the most disappointing thing of the whole game. How hard the Raiders play at home. I, none of that passion, none of that energy. Mm. Yeah. They were. I just did not feel like. Like to me, that's a big reason why they win a lot of ball games. Mm-hmm. The energy and the passion and how hard they play. That's why they win a lot of ball games. And to me, that's that's basically that's a that's an image of your head coach the way you play you know what i mean and we all know coach gruden got a lot of passion a lot of energy and that's how his ball cup club plays especially at home I didn't see none of that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't see none of. I didn't see nobody in each other's face when times got hard, and it was and and offense was making a bad play or defense was making a bad play. I mean, people was just coming back, sitting on the bench like you know somebody will make a play soon. I didn't see no passion, nothing on the sideline, nothing on the field, no energy, and that was the most disappointing thing. I'm like, dude, they sleep. I
1: know that was really frustrating. You know what I mean?
0: Like, the, I'm like, this is what they do. And they, I mean, I understand it's cold outside, but they just look flat.
1: And you know, what's on the line. You know, what's on the line. You know, you control your own destiny. Like if you would have won that game, then next week's game is for sole possession of first place in the AFC West. You knew what was on the line and you still didn't show up. That's what is the most disappointing thing of yesterday for real
0: knew what was on the line and you was blessed with an opponent that wasn't as good as you.
1: Exactly. At least we thought. And you know what kind of makes me upset, though? Well, I'm going to go back to the officiating. I I hate it because every single week, every single week, my mentions are blowing up, right? Blowing up about the referees and how the referees want the Raiders to lose and how, you know, officiating <laughs> is horrible week in and week out. And listen, as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, <laughs> yeah, that roughing the passer call Maurice Hurst, was atrocious okay yeah what made it worse obviously was that it was on third down and then the jets ended up scoring a touchdown instead of settling for a field goal that's what made it worse big
0: change of events yep
1: but guess what that doesn't matter. You know why? Because that obviously wasn't the reason why they lost the football game. The offense Absolutely could have responded. Not. The defense could have responded. They didn't. They did not. Fans are like, well, emotion and momentum are part of the game. And you know, that took a negative momentum swing or whatever. Okay, well, guess what? Good, good teams don't let plays like that control the momentum of the game, period. Mm-hmm. They respond. And unless we're talking about a final controversial play that determines the outcome of the game, I will never blame a loss on the Zebras, period. You know, this was on the Raiders, and I am so frustrated. I'm sorry, but I'm just keeping it 300. After every single game, I have my mentions blowing up, talking about how the refs wanted the Raiders to lose. Mm -hmm. There's no excuses when it comes to that.
0: (laughs) No, there's no excuses. I mean, and I'm looking back at this Saints game. Saints stopped the Carolina Panthers on third down. They challenge a pass interference call. A pass interference call ain't been overturned all season. Yeah. But it's o- it's overturned on the Saints. Okay. What what do the Saints do on the five-yard line? Buckle down. They don't get a yard. Kick a field goal, shank it. Saints go down there and win the ball game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, the refs is part of the game. It is. You know what I mean? But, but it's how you respond as players. And the Raiders did not respond—not once yesterday, <clears throat> not once. And you got to go back to the drawing board. Hey, I wouldn't even watch this film. <laughs> Seriously, go ahead, throw go ahead, throw that film over there to the side. Mm-hmm. And, and and let's let, let's watch all Kansas City. Let's put this game plan together and let's go get better. Let's let's all have amnesia. <laughs> yeah. And let's all forget this one. Forget the way we even played. Uh, we need to bring this energy and we need to get after it in Kansas City.
1: Well. As you mentioned, up next, Raiders travel to KC to take on the Chiefs with the chance to move into a first place tie with the Chiefs in the AFC West. I don't even want to talk about what they could have been playing for, but um here is the problem. I mean, there actually are many problems entering this game, but let me just tell you about one big problem, James.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Andy Reid has a career record 17 and three. Ooh. Coming off a bye week,
0: yes he does.
1: He's only lost mm-hmm. three games in his entire coaching career after yeah. a bye, and of course yeah. the Raiders are up next. Of course, that's just mm-hmm. how it always works, man. Um, and if the Raiders play like they did yesterday, as Derek Carr said,
0: they'll be eighteen. And they'll three.
1: lose by fifty, and they'll be eighteen and yeah. three. Yes, They're, they'll probably yeah. lose by more than fifty if they play like if they yeah. play like they played yesterday. Shoot, it could be a basketball game. Uh, The Chiefs could put up 60, 70 points, Mm -hmm. for real.
0: All right, let's look at the positives to this game. All right. We're the Raiders already. Um, They played (laughs) terrible. All right. What's the positives? They they went to New York, got beat up. Uh, It's time to get back to the drawing board. The positives.
1: The Chiefs' defense isn't great.
0: They run defense ain't no good.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: They pass defense ain't too much better. All right. So, big time O-line, big time running back. Big-time quarterback. Let's run the ball down their throat. Let's pay, play action past these tight ends. Let's stay on the field. Let's eat this clock up. Keep Patrick Mahomes off the field.
1: Yes, please.
0: So he doesn't have too many possessions to score points. And this is my only thing. This is the only thing I want the Raiders to do. Make the Kansas City Chiefs go 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 play drives if they want to score a touchdown. Do <laughs> not give up the big play every single I know. play like you did last game. You played them at the Coliseum. I know. Okay, don't give up the big play. If they score, make them go the long way. All right, make Patrick Mahomes drop this thing down for five yards. Do not give up the shot play. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill might not play. All right, so that's another fast guy. But he ain't played last game that you played the Raiders. They just plug and play. They
1: plug and play because they got so many fast players.
0: Do not give up the shot play. Force them to go the long way. When the Chargers did that last Monday night and made them go the long way, they struggled. But when they gave up the explosive play or they threw it down the field and, and the Chiefs broke a tackle and got yard, that's when they got started. Do not give up the explosive play. Force Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City Chiefs offense to go long drives, man.
1: I mean, after what you saw yesterday, right, and you made the jets skill players look like they were, you know, the best-skilled players in the National Football League as of yesterday. Wide open. They had yak yardage, like, I don't even know. I don't even want to do the math, okay, because it was embarrassing. All right, we had Robbie Anderson looking like all pro. It was Ridiculous. So, okay, Tyreek Hill, let's say he doesn't play. I think Tyreek Hill's going to play. But let's just say he doesn't play, okay? Mm-hmm. They plug and play everybody else because it's Hardman, Robinson, Pringle. And then you still have, you know, as you mentioned, Travis Kelsey. And their running backs are freaking solid with, you know, both Williams and LaShawn McCoy. So my point is the Raiders have their hands full, to say the least. But how does this defense defend them. How do they not give up the shot play? Well, you have to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, right, to have a chance. Well,
0: that's Here. first and foremost. But keep everything in front of you. That's it. Just keep everything in front of you. I want to say it's simple, but it's simple.
1: But you're saying, like, every- like, bend, don't break type of defense? Because they're going to eventually score, but at least not let them score fast?
0: Absolutely. But what I'm saying is if you force them to go 10, 15 play drives, and then the Raiders get it, and they munch the clock up, you shorten the game. All right? Yeah, that's Which true. means which means Patrick Mahomes will not have as many plays on the football field as he wants to. A lot of offenses come into the game, and we strive for having 80 plays a game.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right?
0: That's that's where, that's the number you want to be at. Yeah. Offensively, we know that, okay, we're doing decent on third down. Um, we're moving the ball well if we're getting 80 plays. That means the defense is playing well getting, getting off the field, but we're playing well moving the ball. Yeah. All right? They need to come into the game saying we want to shorten this thing down and give Patrick Mahomes 50 plays.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shorten that thing down, okay? So, look, don't give up the big play. If they beat us with the run game – they beat us with the run game, but we're not giving up the Chuck plays to Patrick Mahomes, what this Andy Reid offense wants to do. I just don't feel okay? like we have
1: the DBs to cover, though, and to not give up those big plays. I mean, especially after what we saw this past weekend.
0: All you're doing is playing zone coverage and not giving up the deep plays that they get. All right. You play zone coverage and you send a couple zone blitzes. Are you forced to you, you, uh, get some pressure with, with Mad Max and Farrow and, and, and all them boys? they going to have to come. But just play zone. Don't play no man to man. They have way too much speed over there, way too many route runners over there. Don't play no man. Sit back in zone. Don't give nothing over the top. I mean, the safeties understand that. That's the, That's the easiest thing in football to do. Mm. Back there playing zone coverage. This is my area.
1: Yeah. Well, they better not try to go man because with the first matchup didn't they go man and got burnt?
0: They did go man, and that's when Travis Kelsey Kelsey went to work and, and, and got a long touchdown.
1: This is making me nervous, JJ. Because honestly, like you
0: should you should be nervous by the way the Raiders played last week. You should be nervous. Exactly. But we all know division games. Yeah. Anything. The can blood happen. that come, the blood that comes pumping through your veins for these division games and. It's, it's just different. The Raiders could come out here and we can all be sitting on this podcast next week like, where did this team come from? Why didn't this team show up in the Jets last week? Because they destroyed the Chiefs. So we yeah. could be sitting here, man, that, that, that blood run different for these divisional games.
1: That's true. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think this game, the defense has to – come up with you know crucial plays and crucial situations they can give up the yardage they can give up the points but as long as they turn them over once or twice and the offense does their thing they're gonna have a chance I feel like that's like the Raiders way like you know what I mean that's the Raiders way for sure um but the offense has to show up they really haven't been great for a couple of weeks if you think about it the defense is what the last couple wins aside from last this past week this past Sunday those other two wins were because of the Raiders defense so You know, both sides of the ball has to show up um, on Sunday. But to end on a positive note, um, the Raiders, you know, they still have an opportunity in front of them. Uh, They have the Chiefs, the Titans, the Jaguars, the Chargers, and the Broncos. Now, aside from the Chiefs game that I'm not too confident about, you know, they can beat the other four teams. The Titans right now, they're playing some good ball. You know, since Ryan Tannehill took over, Titans, you know, are getting hot at just the right time. Luckily, though, this game is at the Coliseum, which gives me a ton of confidence. Uh You were like, I don't want to even talk about the Titans. (laughs) Yeah, we ain't going to go there. Let's take it one game at a time.
0: Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that because the Titans is playing some football. (laughs) No, they're playing some good football. But like I said, the, the,
1: the Raiders are a different team at home. Okay, so it gives yes, me the confidence they that they are going to play at home, and especially if they come off a, a, a Kansas City loss and they know what's at stake, they better show up at home. But anyway, so aside yeah. from the, that game, so you got the Chiefs again, you got the Titans, then the Jags, Chargers, Broncos. Those are all winnable games. So you can get to 10 wins, you know, hopefully. It's enough for um, a wild-card spot. Now, I'm hoping and praying that the Raiders somehow, someway, pull out a miracle, at Arrowhead, but if we're gonna keep it, it three hundred no miracle,
0: man. It, nah, it ain't it's be no, it's mir- a miracle. Nah.
1: No. I'm the negative the, Raiders fan if the, today.
0: If the if the Chiefs were if the Chiefs were sitting at ten and one or something, I'll say miracle. Man, they're a seven and four team. They got a lot of holes in their team too. Listen ain't no miracle. Andy
1: Reed, seventeen and three off a bye. It's I going understand. to be snowy. I beat
0: Last time I played Andy Reid, I beat him, so I can't tell me nothing. Oh, okay. Raiders can beat him. Okay. All right, period. Okay,
1: okay. Was All it right. was it off a bye? No.
0: It Don't matter, it was a Thursday night football game. A win's a win, get them how you can get them.
1: No, you're right, you're right. Um, but, anyways, like I said, I'm gonna be the negative Raiders fan this week because, um, Andy Reid 17 and three off a bye. Raiders going to Arrowhead, it's gonna be snowy, it's gonna be cold, they're gonna be uncomfortable. Um, I hope they have a ton of confidence, you know. I hope that they prove me wrong so that I can eat my words on next week's podcast I hope that everybody will grill me on Twitter and say you did not believe in the Raiders Fallon you didn't think they were going to win and I hope that they do so everybody can grill me you see this reverse psychology thing I'm doing yeah. all I care about is the Raiders winning
0: <laughs> I hope so ne- negative Nancy over there but anyway uh, before, before we get up out of here I just want to say this one thing Okay. Okay. alright and this is what I want to say Derek Carr you have my cell phone. You have my cell phone number. All right? I played in the cold for a long time. If you need me...
1: <laughs> you need some tips? Just call me, you man. Need some tips?
0: <laughs> no. If, if you need me to come out there and run out there for one game for the Raiders Nation, you know, in this cold and make some plays, just call me, you man. Hate you know hate the saying? cold. You
1: hate the cold.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I hate it, but I know how to play in it. Yeah, you right. It's all good. No, but this is what I do want to say, though. What? But... Coach Coach Edgar Bennett,
1: okay. All right,
0: wide receivers coach for the Raiders. If the your receivers have a bad game, like they had a bad game like that, mm-hmm. dropping those wide open balls, all right. I guarantee you right now that all of them dudes got blow up beds right now in the Raiders facilities. EB is not letting them go home. <laughs> they are catching. They are catching one million balls after practice. <laughs> all right. They are going through the minor, minor details of all the things it takes to catch a ball, especially in the cold. And those boys are going to come out there and they are going to light it up against Kansas City. I play for Coach Edgar Bennett. He don't play when it comes to them drop balls. He is serious. He's the most dedicated coach I've ever been around. And it means something to him. So I'm telling you right now, it's blow up beds in in the Raiders facilities right now. EB is having them boys sleep there. They're catching balls and they sleep and everything. They will come out in the cold, ready to go in Kansas City. Believe that.
1: I hope you are right. I hope you are right. Like I said, I'm trying to speak negatively so that like the Raiders can prove me wrong. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be humbled and say, yes, I was wrong. Um, Yeah, well,
0: negative. Runs, rubs rubs off on people. I know, so, I you know. know. My bad, you my got, bad, my bad. To talk to I'm yourself. just
1: kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to do this reverse psychology because last week I was all hyped and they're gonna light up the scoreboard in New York, and then look what happened—they scored three points. So I'm trying to do that reverse psychology. You got
0: humbled. You got humbled too.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm getting humbled week in and week out. Golly, no. But real quick question, um, because I didn't want to wrap up, but you told me a, a story about how when you were in Green Bay, they used to put the balls in a freezer.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so shouldn't the Raiders do that with their footballs to get ready for Kansas City?
0: I mean, that's how we practiced in Green Bay. You know, Coach Mike McCarthy would put balls in freezers. Whenever the offense would take the field in practice, we'd take the balls out of the freezers. They would be rock hard. They would be ice cold. Aaron would have to grab it. throw it we would have to catch it feel the sting break your hands in and all that good stuff and catch the ball so when the game come you were already prepared and ready for the coldness and that's what i'm trying to tell you right now
1: can you call eb please can you call eb
0: who was my receiver coach back then coach edgar bennett so this was coach eb's first game with these receivers in the cold oh so he's probably like oh okay i'm finna do y'all how we used to do jj donald driver greg jennings and jordy and we finna put these balls in the freezer You're going to catch these balls. They are going to be rock hard. That is part of playing in the cold. All right? Figure out what gloves you're going to wear. Figure out the right things to do. Whether you're going to get this thing on your body, whatever you're going to do. But we catch the football. That's what we do as receivers. But, yes – that was that is what we did every single winter, every time it got cold, balls go in the freezer, come out, you catch them. Did we hate it? Absolutely. But when we got in the game, did it help us? One hundred percent because we were so used to it. Like, man, this is nothing. You know what I'm saying? So
1: In case E B forgot, can you like just hit him up, send him a text, make sure you're freezing the balls this week? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll send him a text like he used to talk to me, man. A hey, hoss, you know he used to talk a hey, hoss. Hey, listen, man, look that ball in, man, catch that ball. I don't, I don't care if it spikes on the football. Hey, look that thing in and catch it. That's how, that's how he used to talk to me. So I'm gonna text him say, "Hey, hoss." Get them balls out them refrigerators, man, freezers. Let them boys catch them footballs, man. Let them sting them hands, man, you know, so we could go out here and win this game in Kansas City because I think the Raiders can get it done.
1: I think it would be really hilarious if that's like the main headline this week that – they really do freeze their balls and you have, I hate how it says freeze their footballs, excuse me. (laughs) Hope they freeze their footballs. (laughs) Um, And then all the media, you know, everybody in the media is writing about how the Raiders are freezing their footballs to get ready for the cold weather, et cetera. Watch that be like the main topic of conversation this week. And I would say, J.J. gets credit for that.
0: Well, you make sure you save this clip because you just brought it up. I totally forgot about it, but you just brought it See, Make sure you save this clip and say, shoot, we talked about it on Keeping a Tree Hunted a long, time. long, long time ago before any of you busters brought it up. But a I'm a to text EB and I'm going to tell him, hey, man, get them footballs <laughs> out of that freezer, all right, and tell these young fellas to catch these footballs out of that freezer, man, and get the right gloves, man. In Green Bay, we had Nike gloves that had fur in them. Oh. So there's no possible way that your hands could freeze in the cold.
1: Hmm. But the
0: best but the best thing about the fur in the glove is what, Fallon? Uh, You're smart. You're very smart.
1: It warms up your hands. And so that means that your hands are not f- like stiff.
0: Yes. And then so your hands are warm now. But what's the best thing about the fur in the gloves when the ball when the ball comes? Grip. No, you do not feel the sting. Because the cushion of the fur in there oh. takes off of the sting. I
1: knew that. You know what I'm saying.
0: So no matter how, no matter how hard Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre were throwing the ball, we had them fur gloves on, and they still had the same grip on the outside. Mm-hmm. But it was fur in the inside, and it took the sting oh. off the ball.
1: So we need to buy no. we need to buy fur gloves now yes. too. Okay.
0: Yeah, so if Tech so if we get a if we get a bunch more sponsors on this keeping the tree hunter, we can sponsor the writers when <laughs> so they get cold. You know what I mean? For these cold weather gloves with these fur up in there. You know what I mean?
1: Oh my god. We went ten minutes over, but that was hilarious. I'm glad we actually mentioned that because watch it be a topic of conversation this week. But anyways Uh, That's going to do it for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Have a happy Thanksgiving everyone. Happy
0: Thanksgiving.
1: I actually have some big news to share next week so you got to tune in for that. Uh, JJ already knows what I'm talking about but shh. Can't tell nobody. Um, Also, um, if you haven't done so already, please rate us and write a review. We would really appreciate it. For James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace.